Want to have better conversations? Join the Small Talk Made Simple class. In this 10-day email course, you'll learn how to be more confident and competent at approaching people, having meaningful conversations, and talking about yourself. And it's completely free. Sign up now at thecmethod.com. You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar. Christina Cantor's with you here for episode 67 of the Standout Get Noticed podcast. And I am podcasting to you all the way from New York City. So I'm not in my regular studio, so it might be a little bit echoey. I've got a, a bunch of like pillows and blankets and everything around me to try and pad the echo sound. So I hope it's not too bad. Now, I've just spent the last week in Chicago and I was there to speak at the Podcast Movement 2016 conference, which I was so, so excited about. If you're a new listener, you, well, you may have picked up that I'm, I'm not American. I'm from Australia. And this was a three and a half week trip for me to come over to the States and to speak at meetups, including the Podcast Movement conference. So if I met you at the conference and you're now a new listener, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy my dulcet tones. Now, for this episode, I'm going to share with you the topic that I presented at the conference, which is how to be confident behind the mic. Now, I was going to, well, I did record the actual presentation, but I'm for this episode, I'm recording it for you again, as a lot of what I said and presented needed the visuals. So it wouldn't really make much sense as like purely audio. But when I do get the audio of this presentation, of the presentation, I'll release it here as probably as a bonus episode. So you can hear how it actually went down. But in terms of being the most useful to you, I thought it would be better to record it again, just so that it's clearer and makes more sense. Okay. Now, if you're not a podcaster, this episode will still be relevant to you. It's not just for podcasters. This will also help you in other, in your other speaking experiences. So, or even if you want to start a, a video show or a blog, these lessons will apply to you too. And before I get started, you may recognize some of these lessons if you've done my 21 day confidence building course. And if that's the case, it will serve as a useful reminder for those things that you learned. Now, if you haven't done the 21 day course, it's now called the small talk made simple class, which I mentioned at the top of this episode. It's a 10 day email course to help you be more confident and competent. So more skilled at approaching people, having great conversations and talking about yourself without sounding like an arrogant douchebag. Now, if you haven't yet joined, sign up for free at thecmethod.com. Okay, so maybe you're listening to this episode because you haven't yet started a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever, and you're feeling a bit nervous about getting started. Maybe you already have a podcast or another show and you want to take it, take that and your speaking skills to the next level. Or maybe you're here because I met you on a bus or a plane or at a hostel during my travels and I talked your ear off about my show and now you're having a listen to see if it's actually any good. Welcome, by the way. Whatever it is, you're going to walk away with some actionable tips that you can implement to help you build your confidence when speaking, presenting or podcasting. You ready to rock? 
Okay, let's do it. Now, firstly, why is this important? Why is it important that you build up this confidence in the first place? Well, firstly, you're going to be more authentic. When you're confident in yourself and what you're speaking about, you automatically become more authentic in the way that you come across to your listeners. And when you're more authentic, this enables you to build a better connection with your audience if you're, you know, if you're speaking to a group and your listeners if you're podcasting. You know, people can smell it if you are not authentic. You know, if there's something not quite right, people won't even, they won't really know what it is. They'll go, I don't know. There's just something not quite right about this girl. I don't know. Don't really like her that much. Not going to listen. Okay. And that can often come from, you know, not being okay or not being confident with yourself. So you, you pretend to be like someone else or you, um, or there's just something a bit weird about you. Right. So, Being more confident makes you more authentic, which builds that better connection, stronger connection with your audience and listeners. And as a result of a better connection with your audience, it will make you more successful as a speaker or a podcaster. You know, you'll be able to grow your audience. You'll be able to get more speaking gigs if that's what you want. And also you'll grow more within yourself. Okay. Just being more confident as an individual. It'll, it'll help you to go on to do bigger and better things and to reach that level of success that you desire, whether it's in business, in at work, or or in life. And that's what this show is all about. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get into it. I'm going to share with you five big ideas on how to build your confidence behind the mic. Number one is to know your value. So I was once at a communication skills training course and I met a woman there who was so incredibly shy. When she got up to speak, she would stand with her shoulders hunched over, her chin would be down, she'd look at the ground, her hair would be in her face and she would, you know, speak very quietly and mumble. And later on, she revealed to us, the other people at the training, she revealed to us that as a child, she'd been told that you have nothing important to say. And I found this really distressing. You know, she had spent her, even into her adult life, she'd had this thought in the back of her mind. And as a result, she couldn't speak with confidence. She, she couldn't look people in the eye and, and that was affecting her work. Now, when people ask me, Christina, what's your number one public speaking tip? I always say it's to believe that you have something worthwhile and important and valuable to share. That's the number one thing. You know, all this stuff about, oh, make eye contact and stand with your shoulders back. All of that will happen after you actually believe that what you have to say is important, right? That's the ultimate confidence boosting tip. So what I want you to think about before you get up to speak or before you sit down behind the microphone is to think, yeah, what I have to say is really important. Like this stuff's important. If my audience does not hear this, they're going to be worse off for it. All right. And when you go in with that attitude, that's going to help you build your confidence. Now, if you're struggling a little bit with knowing that value that you offer others and and knowing that what you have to say is important, then I always recommend my clients and also people who've gone through my uh, my free course on my website, they would have done this exercise before. And the exercise is to ask people who know you well, ask at least three people. Firstly, what do I do well? And then secondly, 
Why is this valuable to you? Now, it's important that you ask these two questions um, because they're going to firstly tell you what you do well. And this you can ask them is you know, in relation to your work or in relation to maybe as a partner or as a friend, whatever that is. And you need to find out why it's valuable to them because that will reveal to you things that you may not have even known about yourself. For example, I like to ask my email subscribers, what what do you think I do well and why is this valuable? Why is this important? And one of the responses I got back was from a podcast listener in Holland. Her name's Hilda. Hi, Hilda, if you're listening. And she said, to me, I think that you play the ukulele well. And this is valuable to me because it shows that you don't have to be serious and slick and polished to be taken seriously in business or as an entrepreneur. And it's okay to be funny and to be yourself. You know, and knowing that meant that, hey, I can keep on playing the ukulele. I, you know, I should keep on doing what I do and embracing my quirkiness or my lack of finesse or whatever, because that's, that's valuable to other people. That's inspiring other people. So I highly encourage you, if you haven't already done this, go out and ask people who know you well, what is one thing you do well and why is it valuable to them? The second big idea is to watch your language. I was once speaking to a woman and she was telling me all about, you know, how much she loved her job and she'd been doing it for 10 years. And I said to her, oh, what do you do? And she said, oh, I'm, I'm just a PA. And I was like, you're just a PA? Hang on. You make the bosses look good. If it weren't for you, they'd be all over the place. They'd be so disorganized. They were, you know, and she said, oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think of it that way. Now, the words that we say have a very powerful effect on the way that we think. And I want you to be aware of the language that you use when you speak about yourself. Doesn't matter if you're a podcaster, blogger, doesn't matter if you don't have a show. Okay. I want you to be aware of those words you use, especially language like I'm just a, right? If you're a business owner, oh, I've just, I just have a small business or I've only just got started. If you're a podcaster, I've only got five episodes or I only have, it's just a small show. That word, that is slowly pushing your confidence down because in your mind you're thinking, oh, it's not very good. Like it's only small. It's, you know, just started. It's nothing worth celebrating. Hey, if you've started a podcast, you've started a podcast. That's way better than a lot of people who only ever talk about starting a podcast and never, ever do it. And if you're proud of your job, if you're proud of the fact that you have you have a small business, share that in your language. You can say, I run a small business. I have 200 downloads, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Delete that word just from your vocabulary. In my presentation, I also talked about power posing and I got everyone to stand up and put their hands on their hips and to hold that position. And I've spoken about power posing before on the podcast, but I don't want to go on for too long about it. But essentially it's your, your body has affects your mind as well, as well as your language. So if you want to feel confident and strong, you've got to stand confident and strong and actually trick your brain into thinking that you are strong, powerful and confident. Yeah. Big idea number three. You don't have to be great to get started. Now, I've paraphrased a quote here by Zig Ziglar who said, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to start to be great. 
Now, I want you to think back, back to a time when you just started something that you are good at now. So maybe it's, I don't know, um, playing chess or basketball or singing or analyzing spreadsheets or rolling a cigarette. I don't know, whatever it is. If you're something that you're great at now, I want you to think back to when you first started and if you were great at it back then. And you know what? I'm guessing you probably weren't. You probably stumbled at the start. You didn't have any idea what you were doing and you, your first few things that you, the first few attempts weren't very good or successful, but you kept on learning. You kept taking lessons. You kept practicing and eventually you built up to become really great at that thing. And it's the same with speaking. It's the same with podcasting. It's the same with writing. Whatever skill that you're looking to develop now, the chances are you're not going to be good at it at the very, very beginning. Now, in the show notes of this episode, I might just put in a link to my very first podcast episode, and I'm talking a few years ago now, and not the first episode of this podcast, but the first episode of my first podcast, of which I did 40 episodes before I pivoted to this one, but I'll put a link, I'll, put, I'll embed the player in, in the show notes of this episode so you can have a listen, and I'll put those show notes at thecmethod.com slash behind the mic. That's thecmethod.com slash behind the mic, uh, mic spelled M-I-C. And another thing I want to share to do with this big idea is that you will, you need to understand that you will learn and grow. So like once you start, that may not be the thing that you end up doing, but simply by starting that thing, you will learn and grow and evolve as you do those things. So again, my first podcast was called Presentation Skills for Design Students. Now that is a very, very niche podcast, but that is what I knew at the time. If you told me, Christina, you're going to be podcasting for young professionals, for business owners, for startup founders. If you told me that a few, three years ago, I would have said, absolutely not. There is no way I would pos- I had no confidence to do that, but I started working with architecture students and graduates because that's what I knew at the time. And as I built up my own experience, podcasting for them. I grew, I evolved, I met new people, I built a new audience. And then I reached a point where I said, you know what? I feel comfortable now to podcast for for this different audience. Yeah. So just know that you will learn and grow and evolve, but that's not going to happen unless you get started. Big idea number four for how to be confident behind the microphone. And the idea is to paint the right picture. And when I say paint the right picture, I mean paint the right picture, literally, of the audience that you want. Now, a lot of our fear, and this happens with my client, my coaching clients as well, a lot of our fears and insecurities around speaking or podcasting and putting ourselves out there is that we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of what other people will think. And I've gone through this myself. Sometimes, you know, I'll think, oh, they're probably going to think that I'm not experienced enough or, you know, who is she to talk about that? She doesn't know anything. She hasn't been in business for, you know, 20 years. What would she know? So, you know, it's that classic imposter syndrome. But here's the thing. You don't actually know that that's what those people are thinking. All of these things are made up. And what I did in my podcast movement presentation was I got everyone in the audience to draw, and you can do this too if you're 
not driving or running or, you know, when you get back to your desk and you've got pen and paper, I want you to draw five round, like fairly large circles on a piece of paper and pretend that they're faces, right? And then I want you to draw faces onto those people and I want you to draw the faces of the worst audience you could possibly imagine. So I want you to draw frowny faces, sad faces, angry faces, bored faces, whatever represents a negative audience to you. And you can draw speech bubbles or thought bubbles of all the nasty things they're thinking about you. So like, she's boring. She's horrible. You know, what does he know? He, he sucks. I want to leave. I want to switch this off. I want to throw beer cans at him. Whatever it is, that, that negative picture of your audience, I want you to draw that in. Then I want you to take a fresh piece of paper and do the same thing. But this time, I want you to draw the most positive audience that you could possibly imagine. What do they look like? Are they smiling? Are they laughing? Are they sharing your, are they t- tweeting about you to all their friends? And what are they thinking? Draw in this, draw in the thought bubbles. Think, are they thinking, oh, you know, she's amazing. She's hilarious. I love his stuff. This is so original. How come I, why did I not find this person sooner? Write down all those positive things that your ideal audience would be thinking about you. Now, once you've done that, I want you to look at those two pictures and understand that you just created both of those pictures. Both of those pictures came from your imagination. You don't know if either one is true, okay? You just made it up. But which picture serves you more? Does it serve you? or help you if you choose to believe that your audience is that negative audience that you just drew? I don't think so. How much better would it be if you sat behind the microphone or got up to speak in front of an audience with that positive picture and thinking, you know what? I choose to believe that my audience looks like this, smiling, thinking great things, right? So if you are able to create in your head a mental image of both types of audiences, why on earth would you choose to believe the negative one? So what you can do is stick that picture of your positive audience on your desk, you know, when you're sitting down to record and picture, like personify that audience and go, this is what I choose to believe that my audience looks like or is is thinking about me. That's an incredible confidence booster. Alrighty, are you ready for the fifth and final big idea for this podcast on how to be more confident behind the mic? And it is, care less of what people think of you. I want to keep this number in your mind, 33. 33, and that is 33%. Now, every time you speak to an audience or you get behind the mic or whatever, 33% of people will love you. They will love what you're all about. They will love your personality. They will really connect and resonate with you. 33% of people won't like you. They won't connect with you. They'll be like, yeah, she's not for me. Don't like her style, whatever. And then the other 33% of people will be on the fence. They'll be thinking, yeah, I'm not really decided yet. She's all right, but I don't know. I'm not fussed. Now, a lot of people, when they get up to speak or they sit behind the mic, they're so afraid of the people who don't like them, they focus all their energy on trying to appeal to those people and going, I just want to be liked by everyone, so I'm going to try and speak to the people who don't like me and get them to like me. But the problem with that is then is that you become less authentic and then the people who liked you already, you actually exclude them. So you're turning off the people who already like you. 
So what I want you to do is to think about presenting or speaking to the 33% who definitely like you. Be yourself, right? Be authentic and speak to them and really connect with them. And when you connect with them, the people who are on the fence, they'll likely to be like, wow, this person seems really cool and authentic and knows what they're doing and is passionate and has lots of energy. Yeah, I think I like her. And they're more likely to be brought over to the 33% who like you. And then the people who don't like you, they will either be completely turned off and say, you know what, I still don't like this person, and then they'll leave, which is totally fine because you can't be friends with everyone. And if someone doesn't like you, do you really want to be friends with them anyway? Nope, didn't think so. Let's move on. So they're either going to leave or they might be converted as well into liking you. So accept the fact that not everyone is going to like you and focus on the people who do. There's a great quote by Austin Kleon who wrote Steal Like an Artist, one of my favorite books about creativity, and he writes, not everybody will get it. People will misinterpret you and what you do. So get comfortable with being misunderstood, disparaged, or ignored. The trick is to be too busy doing your work to care. And I love this quote. You need to get comfortable with the fact that people will not get it or that you might, quote, fail right? Or you might quote, get rejected. If you get comfortable that this will happen, then that's going to really work to boost your confidence and enable you to get, to put yourself out there and go out, you know what? I don't care if I understand that you might reject me, but so what? I'm going to work with the 33% of people who like me. Alrighty. So there you go. There are my five big ideas that I presented at the podcast movement conference in Chicago just last week. And just to recap, number one, it was to know your value. Number two, watch your language. Number three, you don't have to be great to get started. Number four, paint a positive picture of the audience you want. And number five, care less about what people think of you. I'll put the slides of my presentation and a summary of this episode in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash behind the mic, as in M-I-C, mic, behind the mic, and you can check that out there. Now, I have a challenge for you, uh, as always, and your challenge is to implement one thing that you've heard on this podcast. So as you as you wrap up listening to this show, I want you to either today or tomorrow, as soon as possible, I want you to ask other people what you do well. I want you to watch your language and focus on deleting that word just from your vocabulary. I want you to paint a positive picture of your audience and just start. Just start on one thing, whether it's one blog post, whether it's one recording, whether it's writing one presentation or standing up to ask one question in a lecture, something outside your comfort zone that will just get you started to becoming better as a speaker or a podcaster. Start with those things, implement one thing, and then when you've done that, implement one more thing. And that's how you start to build that momentum to create unshakable confidence, not only with your podcast, but also in your relationships, in your work, and in yourself. Alrighty, and that wraps up episode 67. Thank you so much for tuning in, Rockstar. You are a champion. Make sure you go to thecmethod.com to join the free Small Talk Made Simple class. That's if you haven't already done the 21-day confidence building course. 
Now, in the next few days, I'll be releasing the next episode. The episode will be sound bites that I recorded at the Podcast Movement Conference where I asked other podcasters what they did to build their confidence behind the microphone. So make sure you listen out for that one. Alrighty, and that's all from me this week. Keep on being awesome. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>